how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Manny. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strength. It's pretty young back again. Push out by Bartes. Wilton! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership. And this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle. It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. What's up, people? And welcome to the very first episode of the Pace and Power podcast. I am your host and Spurs fan. Ed Dowling. With me today, we've got a very, very happy Manchester United fan, Temi. Hello. We've got Patrick Halpin over there, an Arsenal fan on the right side. You're right. We've got Ed Dixon, another Arsenal fan. Howdy. Bringing up the rear, we've got Hamson, a Chelsea fan. How's it going, Hamson? Hello, hello. I might record my own intro, doesn't matter. (laughs) That's not the point. I like that. I thought that was that smooth. (laughs) Today, we're doing a roundup of all the week's events. Man City, Man United, what's happening? I've been itching to talk about this game. Um, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, it's now uh, at the Etihad, um, and this is what we were saying uh, when we recorded last week. That is exactly how we played big games last season, and it was why we got such good results in them. And I don't know where it's been. And I don't know. You're right, Pat. You were saying last week that it's such a baffling side. It's like sometimes they go out and they all know that they're just not really going to run, and sometimes they go out. If anyone watched the first minute today, I watched. I was like, "Oh, oh, we're going to win the game! Oh, great!" Because because they're all sprinting all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens. What Ale says sometimes, and not other times, to get them up for it. But they were so up for it today. My two my two takes from the game were that they have had many showdowns now. Ole versus Pep, and and this this person that that people call like a. Uh, PE teacher against one of the best managers in history. That's some respect on Pep's name. has his butt. <laughs> like, Pep's ass is grass every time. It's, it, it's, it's great to watch. And my other take is that Luke Shaw is the best left-back probably in the world, definitely. Ooh, first name on the team sheet in the, in on, on the plane, I'm going to say. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think he's got any competition. Chilwell so has, has fallen off. Chilwell was great on Thursday night. We'll, we'll Who turn. watched that? Who watched that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I thought uh, United played played fantastically, to be honest. Um, and and it was it was it was a quite insane game to watch as well. I mean, it, compared to the big six games we've been seeing for most of this season, like I think the the rapid start really helped the flow of the game because I think if that game had had not started that way, we would have seen another like pitiful nil nil draw where nothing happens. But um. Credit to, credit to Marshall. I thought he was great. He uh, we won won the penalty. I mean, it was a stone wall, as, as stone wall as it gets. No, no debate about that. Um, Stupid, oh, Gavi Jesus. He he just had a terrible game. I, I I'm just so unconvinced by him. Every time I see him, I'm but, um, so unconvinced by him. I, you're so right on that. I every time I watch him, I'm like, this is the guy who's supposed to step into Aguero. How long has he been at City now? Well, like five years. Yeah, that's why I was in like year he's 10 just, when he's he was just not nailed down that starting spot. Like, he's just not. Yeah. Good what is the situation with Aguero that he's got Jesus starting over him? Benito. 
Old, injury-prone, and contract running down. That's it, basically. The, ho- the holy trinity, really, of, uh, of the Aguero situation. <laughs> I'll tell you what, and this is the biggest compliment I can pay to Man United, is it looked like City at the start of the season. No yeah. confidence. Um, as I said before, like in terms of how the game went, like it really reminded me of when Spurs played Man City at home. An, a very, very early goal. And they struggled to break down the compact, what was it, two blocks of four, and like McTominay, so I said this before, McTominay in these big games, he's so exactly. good at breaking up play. He's such an unglamorous player. Yeah. Fred, Fred's the worst player I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, Fred. Terry, I'd like to... Oh, the pasta. Yeah. Um, well, the thing with McTominay is when I look down the team sheet when we've got a big game, I'm so glad to see him on there because, and even like, do you remember we played Leeds? Um over Christmas a while back. I was quite scared that they were going to overrun us. So I'm at Tomino on there. I was like, oh, actually, he's probably going to run this game. He, he, he scores two quite early. But he always stands up. And I think, I think he's Man United DNA. I don't think he's that good a footballer. I really don't. No. But I think, I think, I think, he's, got, I think he's got it. He's, he's Mentality he's gonna, monster. He's United for the rest of his career. Yeah. I think, I, I think um, he's like, you've got, I mean, we, we said, I think Ed, you, you've preached this time ago. You said that, uh, Every single top side needs one Scottish player, and he's he's the he feels he takes the, the quote, doesn't he? Like he's he's not glamorous, as you say. He's he's very like he's not a great he's he's poor technically. He's not a very good passer. He um he wants it more every single game. I hate to use he the cliche, but he does want it more. Well, I was going to say, what did you think in terms of? Did you think there were any um any real negatives about the performance? Um, I would I would. Actually, my only thing is, I'd have liked us. I'd have liked us to score more goals. Wambasaka and Sterling, they they clash every time. Gary Neville was talking about it. Wambasaka always wins. Always yeah. <laughs> so bad. Clamps. It's more of an issue that Sterling never shut up against Man United. Yeah, that that stat I saw earlier that he's never scored against United in baffling. Yeah, twenty-three games, no goals. Fucking. But you know the the Sterling that's played the last sort of ten of those games is the Sterling that you expect to score because he's gotten better and better as his career's gone. But unfortunately, in all of those games, he's been up against Wan-Bissaka and he just can't do it. He yeah. just can't do it. Like the, that guy can tackle. Well, I was going to say for England, mm. he should tackle for England. <laughs> Alexander Arnold. <laughs> I think um, Sterling. I think there's some big questions that Sterling needs to to answer in the end of this season. To be honest, he misses I think so many big. Chances. He misses. I think he's so Remember, good at getting into those like great scoring positions. Like he has a one of those natural abilities to arrive in the box late, and that in and of itself, that's a god-given talent, in my opinion. I really don't think you can train that. But in that game, to get to where he was to potentially bring the game, you know back in Man City's favour and he completely misses from like two yards out like if I miss that on the park I hope you guys embrace <laughs> me I hope you'd bully me out of the whole game because that's ridiculous you can't miss those you can't miss those and he's meant to be on the plane when there's like a billion other guys ready to go Jaden Sancho Marcus Rashford they're all there vying for that exact same position Shaw yeah. is like a he's, he's just good at both isn't he um, he he's, maybe, maybe this is a, a bold comparison but he goes inside. He, he's not much of an overlapping mm. um, fullback. He, he does the going inside thing that Cancelo does. Um, it's really working for him. It's yeah, really I, for him I, I think he's, he's fantastic. I, I mean, I don't think it would be it would be harsh. Uh, it would be sort of um, undue praise to give him 
Man United player of the season. I think he's been fantastic throughout. I was I was thinking today, actually watching the game, that he's unfortunate that he's having the best season of his career so far this season because you're not you're not going to take that player of the season off Bruno. You just no, not. no, no. The numbers yeah, he's putting up, you, just, you can't. He's going to be Bruno. So. But but sure, like. When he's dry, when he's dry, I didn't realize how quick he was. He's very quick these days. Um, I've seen him recovery pace as well. Really good. Sorry, mm. I think it was never not that. <laughs> he, he's one of those players where he's up classically every year as like um, ah, oh, all the Man United players have been recorded doing their hundred meter spin, and you won't <laughs> believe who came. Yeah, first. <laughs> it was actually it was actually uh, <laughs> Shaw followed by he Barry Maguire. The same speed as Gareth Bale. <laughs> I've deeped how weird United's transfer window was. It was so strange. So strange. We we, we, brought, we brought two players to to like come in and put pressure on the players that we already had. Yeah. And then Ole realised really quickly. <laughs> wait, wait, I guess we did that with three players. Cavani came in to do the same yeah. thing as well. Ole realised really quickly that two of them were, were way worse than the players we already had. They just decided he didn't like them. Yeah. But they've all done their job in that they've pushed on the one ahead of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but really weird. But I always think, I always think after after we play this well, we we're going to lose the next game. It's, it's that it's that sort of team still. Um, but I really hope we can get second, and I think we probably can, and that'll be a good season. Uh, hopefully, another trophy as well. Um, but yeah, great performance. Really happy with it. Man of the match, real quick. Ah, uh, oh, I actually thought it was probably. Luke Shaw, yeah, I think it was Luke Shaw. Yeah. I agree with his that. goal, his goal. I didn't think he had that in him, to be honest. Shout out, shout out, Harold Maguire though. He was, uh, he was really he good. Was these, he was keeping these... under wraps. Um, I thought our whole back four actually was excellent. It was excellent. Yeah. To a man. All right, moving on to what can only be described as FIFA in real life. Burnley won, Arsenal won. Maybe the most disgusting game of football I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Pat and Ed, uh, can you please tell me what, what's happened in that one? <laughs> um, Ed, did you watch the whole game? <laughs> I, I did. I watched the whole game. I watched uh-huh. the full 94 minutes. So, yeah, I, I'm, still, I'm still furious about it, actually. I, I'm in a really bad mood because of it. Um, I thought... Th- this, is a, this is a game where I can't individually blame on Arteta. You just can't account for what Jacker did there. You you can't account for. I mean, obviously, this is this is the style of football we want to play. I mean, it, the first goal came about from a very very similar starting position. What it demonstrates is the the golf in quality between some of the players in our squad. Thomas Party can get the ball there. I, I didn't think Thomas had a great game at all, really, to be honest. Um, but for that goal, he was confident under pressure. He he could evade it. He could um, drive forward, which is something that Jacker can't do at all. Uh, yeah, and launch an attack. Jack gets the ball in the same position. He's so one-sided that he can't execute a, a fairly simple right-footed pass um, and doesn't go back to the keeper. And they they score a goal from pretty much their only chance of the game. So I, I was fuming with it. Summed up our whole season, really. Quite like... interesting about party driving. Now you say it, I don't think a single other one of our midfielders carries the ball forwards. Nope, uh, it's not yeah, in Jacker's really. locker at all. Uh, Sabios, um, <laughs> he just—he was just spin a couple times. Yeah, he's, he's torn it. Spanish Beyblade. Yeah. And quickly on on your on your goal. Yes. Um, poor from yeah. um, Poor from was it Okowski in front of yeah. him? Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, yeah. Ele- yeah. Elementary mistake there, I think. Shot goal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because surely that's the only thing you do. A Bamiang's run, running at you, it's, it's almost like everyone said about Robin. Yeah, there's one thing he's going to do, and he didn't, like, he does it yeah. effectively, but I think it's... You, you know he's doing it every time. Exactly what he's going to do, yeah. Stupid complaints where both teams are playing on the same pitch, but like <laughs> that shit was that shit was fucking bouncing all over the place. Like it, it's um, it's it's hard to it's, it's hard to think that didn't benefit Burnley more than us. I'll say that. First Three, half we looked dangerous, but the yeah. pitch was crap. Second but, half we were bad, 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 bad. It, it's and this is a point I was going to come on to is that we we only seem to be a threatening or dominant in in like moments in a game. Um, we have like a, a 15, 20 minute period where we look like the best team in the world. Like we don't let them have the ball. We're creating chance after chance. Um, and a, a lot of our fans are, are getting on our players for missing big chances. And I agree, but um, you don't score every big chance you create. E- every team, I mean, look, look at City. They create a, such a ridiculous volume of chances. They miss so many big chances. So yeah, it's just we, and, and then, you know, some BS happens probably at the hands of Jacker. And and then we spend. Jack has got the most errors leading to goals by like three or four this season. (laughs) Not just this season as well. It's um since he joined, uh, he's first for errors leading to goals. And you know who's second? Mustafi. (laughs) David Luiz. No, no, no. It's Cedric Suarez who we then went and bought. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That's the funny thing. We both guessed two different people that have serious clown potential, and neither of them were right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the a weird one because his stats never quite show how bad he is. He's he's a stats like, like goldmine. You'd think he was he was prime yeah. Kanawaro. All it takes is to watch him play two minutes of football. <laughs> um, but on on the specific Arsenal game as well. Uh, aside from the Arsenal performances, there's definitely other stuff to talk about. Um, don't want to talk too much about VAR, but made a pretty big error in my opinion. I I think the um, handball by who was it? Peters, is it? Is that his name? Oh, I think that's oh, never yeah. ever a handball, you know. I think that's really? never ever a handball. He's so close to it. Out. If you ask me personally, I'm with Temi, it's not because it is stupidly close. But going by today's current rules, then yeah, it obviously it's. I don't even necessarily but agree like, with that. I think, I think that's a penalty were... in, in any era, to be honest. Do you really? I thought, I thought, oh, it, it's so, so close to him. He, he has. I know it's, I know it's close, but I know it's close, but um, Pepe does not like hammer the ball into him like at all. He, he doesn't go for it. If that was like a, a driven shot yeah. or something, the, the different kinda, story. He tries to kind of chip the ball over him and yeah. the guy's and, and he's like, no time to react. Yeah, Peter's, no, no, it, but it's, it's, Peter's is like, he's like charging towards the ball with his hand outstretched. I'm not saying he's made a deliberate effort to swat it, but his hand is so far away from his body and the ball yeah, so I, clearly hits his hand. I, I think it's just got to be a penalty. I um, the ball hits his upper arm. The ball hits his hand. Yeah. Like a, um, like a foot or two away from his body. I, I don't think it's one of those, like, one of those BSE, oh, you know, like the um, Eric Dyer one from early in the season where you just think, what, how has it come to this? I think he, he like, properly had balls it <laughs> i agree i think it's a penalty to be honest in that game i've said it before i thought i was watching fifa i thought like there's one particular sequence that i saw in match of the day where you oh, post like quite... twice pepe missed like an open goal yeah and yeah, Pope yeah made an incredible save in the space of like a minute and i was like that yeah. is like unfathomable and how unlucky that actually <laughs> well, it was is. like 
in like the in, it was in like the second last minute of the game or something. We had like four shots like get deflected. Someone hit the post. Pope made a nice save. Another deflection. It's like Bios cracks the post like really late on as well. Oh, it? Yeah. he really hit as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was uh, <laughs> my, my mum was in the room while I was uh, while I was watching that, and it was I was so angry that she like hurried out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you have every right to be angry with that because it's yeah. not. And you know, I'm saying this as a Tottenham fan. Obviously, seeing Arsenal lose in hilarious circumstance, amazing every time. But in this particular game, I think as a football fan, I was like, "This, what I'm seeing right now, this is like football torture you're being put through. This yeah. is so, so unfair." <laughs> the worst thing and about it has, the it's happened many times. Was... Like Wolves game, for like... example. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Two sending offs <laughs> it's in such ridiculous circumstances every single time. <laughs> Your squad, it, I, it's it's so poor. It's so yeah, so poor. I um, it, it was it was really the like an accumulation of things over the course of the season, an accumulation of things over the course of the season. Like I, I hate when people say this, and I know it could be applied to so many clubs, but Arsenal Football Club feels cursed. Like I don't know if the Emirates was built on uh, an inexplicably paced Native American burial ground, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like everything is going wrong. Um, it's I, to I, the players, like. Because if you think about it, when we lost to Burnley early in the season, do you know who that was getting sent off? That was Xhaka getting sent <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. Like Xhaka. But one point from two games against Burnley, that, that's, not, that's not on one guy. Burnley are a really um, terrible side. Burnley at home, I've said it many times, many, many times. Burnley at home, for me, the easiest fixture every single year. I look, I look at that and be like, I'm not even going to watch because I know it's going to be 4 now. It, it should be like on a plate. You you whip off the cloche three points. At home, they can't <laughs> do anything. To be to lose to Burnley at home, no, that's relegation form, and that was relegation form. That's Gone. the game. That's the game. I thought he should have been sacked. I, I think I thought that was inexcusable. Like and and I I, I, I tweeted about this um, to to no avail. No one follows me. But um, <laughs> if you look at our squad and the amount of individual errors they make you can't look at it like a freak thing that keeps happening over and over again. Like someone's got to take responsibility for it overall. Um, and that can either be Jacker, uh, the other, the other two players I think are most responsible for it. Jacker holding and better uh, they make error after error, um, and cost the team. And Arteta's is the one who keeps picking them. Um, uh, with, with Jacker, we don't really have any better options, but you know, we were talking about selling him in the summer. Um, I'm I'm horrified at the idea that we'll extend his contract. I think it's going to happen um, because Arteta just keeps saying how crucial he is to his plans and everything. Um, so if I think if when Arsenal, current one expire? I don't actually know. I th- in the next two years, I think not not this summer, but next summer, I think. Um, and yeah, he, he just absolutely has to go because we haven't got top four since he's arrived, and it's not entirely because of him, but he's he's definitely a big part in it. You cannot have a player who makes that many mistakes. And hope to hope to get anywhere. It, it just doesn't happen. It's not just like the making mistakes. It's like nullifying our attack. <laughs> yeah, or he does that field. as well. Um, when like, Jack is not next to party, he looks atrocious. He's appalling. Yeah. All he do- like all the man does is stat padded passing by like so, so someone will be like in like getting pressured by two or three men. Pass it to Jacker. Jack will just pass it straight back to him. Like, here you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know who he really yeah. reminds me of when I watch him play is Tom yeah. Cleverley. Oh, it's such, a, it's such a weird thing to see because when when Tom Cleverley was in that United midfield, and sometimes like 
it was next to Anderson. Like, I don't know how we won leagues with this team. But anyway, <laughs> um, with Tom Clever being the heart of the field, he would just go sort of sideways, maybe get it back if he was lucky, then go back to the other side. If anything, if he if he, if he had to do anything difficult, it was like, oh, no. Call me crazy, but I would go far, as far as saying Cleverly has more ability on the ball than Xhaka. You're crazy. No, no, you're, crazy. crazy. you're crazy now. I, I think you're probably right. No, no, no. You know, you know what he's got in his locker because when he's got party next to him, that locker is empty. <laughs> it is empty, but like you know, he can actually like spray a few long balls. He just doesn't. Yeah. Um. No fans of any other club rates Jacker. Um. No one would shocking, take him. Shocking player. Relegation. Yeah. Relegation and player. It's only a certain sect of Arsenal fans that defend him. Um, I saw a stat sheet which an Arsenal fan made comparing Jacker and Vieira, the att- intent that. being to show that there was areas which Jacker is better. Right? <laughs> He's trash. He's terrible. Despicable. Um, like, how can you, how can you say that about one of the best ever players to to put on a shirt for our club? So, in total summary, I think personally we've got to go through some positives, and I think there were some. I thought. For me, I thought Thomas Party before this game, I was a bit like, yeah, Arsenal fans are gassing him up because, frankly, you've got no one else and you're just looking for positives. But some of the, no, I will say, some of the passes he played in that game, I was like, okay, this guy's saucy. This guy's good. This guy's a serious, serious player. And Nicolas Pepe, apart from the horrible goals that he missed and, frankly, ruining the game for everyone, I thought he had a good game. I thought this was one of his better games I've seen in recent, recent history. He's, and Burnley away, it's, keep it's, not, it's up. not an easy game. It's not an easy game. I'm trying to find positives. I think you genuinely deserve to win that game. It, 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 it's it's a draw that, yeah, it's a draw that feels like a loss to, to use a cliche. Um, and this season, I think, it's a write-off anyway, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Um, since Christmas, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't want to be too positive because it's, it's hard to be. But um, since Christmas, we've looked uh, a much better team. Um, I think hopefully we won't go back to the old sort of no creative um, system we had I think with the right investment in summer and getting rid of the players we're talking about then also could come back in a in a medium-sized way <laughs> um, but yeah let's hope, um, not. let's hope not yeah I just don't see it I don't, I don't either I don't I don't either. see it I think I think that's a mid-table squad I really do no I I, I completely disagree on that um I think I think that's an excuse to a lot of Arsenal fans. But before the season started, lots of lots of people, including fans of other clubs, had Arsenal in the top four. Um, I am with Pat. Before the season, after they signed Party, I had Arsenal top six. So yeah, all top six. Aubameyang, Pepe, obviously William, who was everyone on what grounds? On what grounds? William didn't get into that shit Chelsea side. Pepe. <laughs> he's a decent player, but like Pepe, what? He's up against the likes of Son, of Mane, of Mares. Oh, don't get me wrong, he's absolutely not in there. I can't even hear him in the same conversation. Exactly, as that. this is what I'm saying. We, we, you've got you've got four of the biggest clubs in the league represented here, and I just can't think how many of those players would get into any of the other three. I, I think I think there are a few. Um... Uh, but no, I I agree. I think we're we're quite a long way off. We need we need several positions to be improved upon. Um, but we've got. I think for the for the first time in a while, we're starting to get a pretty decent spine. If Arteta picks the right players, but he doesn't. That's the problem. Um, okay. We've got we've got Leno, who's top four keepers in the league. I think. Yes. Um, 
Gabriel, and he, you know, he's he's been at the receiving end of a lot of flack, but started the season superbly. Uh, was our player of the month three times in a row. He's he's a good good defender. Um, his his form's fallen off a little bit, but he had he had um, COVID, which which sort of uh, COVID and not a consistent run of run of fixtures, which which doesn't help. Um, Party is a quality quality midfielder, uh, and I think Abamian has got a season or two left being a being a, a quality striker. It's uh, and then and obviously Saka, you know, you know my thoughts about him. I think he's I think he's world class. Um, uh-huh. It's the other play positions we need to fill out, and I don't really trust the people in charge to to do it properly, which is where yeah. my worry is. Um, I, I'm saying if this if this squad, let's say you 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 took Angelotti out of Everton, put him as Arsenal manager, he could get top six with this squad, no problem. Easy, um, yeah, no problems. No yeah. problems. Um, that's my thoughts. Uh, okay. Let's move on. I think yeah. Hammerson. Whilst it was a pretty terrible game, uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts about Liverpool nil, Chelsea won. I'll tell you what, I was very impressed with a lot of the players that I give a hell of a lot of stick to. Christensen, Rudiger, Jorginho. Now, normally that is that is Chelsea clown FC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can smell it from here. They were all very impressive. Obviously, oh, alongside Mr. Mason Mount, as Terry is, is showing us there, the top, top, top player in our team. Um, goes without saying, player of the season. Just oh, I'm excited to see what the voting looks like for carried that. us. Carried us <laughs> so many times, come up with so many important moments and important goals. Um, but yeah, all in all, the team we looked really impressive. I mean, we were better defending wise than Liverpool, we were better going forward than Liverpool. Obviously, we're not the most creative team in the world under Tuchel, but we already knew that. But we were just rock solid, which I was really surprised. We've never been that going to Anfield mm. normally. Like, I can't even tell you the last time we won at Anfield, it's been eight seven eight yeah. years something like that we have it was a famous game wasn't it Mourinho and um and Brendan yeah, Rodgers it was, it was, it was, it was probably that, that. it was probably Jose down the touchline probably so... around the last time Liverpool won at Anfield because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through the annals yeah. of history <laughs> yeah well I mean obviously I was hoping going into it they would they would be as trash as they have been recently and they were mm. but so bad I was nervous. Hamza, let me let me but let me we, let me run we, you by this real quick. I think Mason Mount is carrying Chelsea right now. Oh, I think he's so. carrying your team. I think. I mean, I'll, without I'll, him and your team, I'll, I'll I think you're looking at a, a top eight. I think you're, you're you're below Everton. You're below. I don't know, like who else is there? Like Wolves. Where the fuck are Wolves? West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. <laughs> Genuinely, like, Mason Mount. I'm so surprised by how good he has been. This is and that he, goal. He's, he got, the, he's got the club on his wow. on his shoulders. It was a crazy goal, wasn't it? Yeah, none none of our forwards are doing it right now besides him, and I think that just shows how good he is because he played half the season, obviously under Frank, as a sort of halfway oh, over, overweight halfway, halfway between a six and an eight, and now he's playing as a left inside forward and is. Still carrying the team. Lampard mm. is not halfway between a size six and a size eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
I think you have to give Lampard a lot of credit, to be honest, with with regards to the development of Mason Mount, bringing him into the team. I think oh, he's a truly a, like a really, really special talent. Um, carrying he's a really good footballer, isn't he? Average really Chelsea good. team. He has to be on the plane. He has to be on the plane. Has to be. Yeah. Oh, we'll leave that. He, for is, he, he is already. I if think. He, uh, if, yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk about this at some point because there. because it's it's. It's so hard to leave him out at the starting eleven now. So hard. Mm, he's he's mm. quality. Like his his fitness and his pressing ability is. I don't think anyone else in the England team has that. So I think Liverpool. Like, after we watched them this weekend, obviously we're recording this on a Sunday after, evening now, after they lost one 0 home to Fulham. So it's, obviously it's not the best uh, Liverpool we've ever seen. It's arguably one of the worst Liverpool I've seen them. right now in this moment. But still, you've got to be at your best to beat them. I mean, we didn't beat them. Spurs didn't beat them. We lost both times, both when they were in a slump and we lost. They raised their game. So you have to give it to Chelsea to beat them. But Chelsea, they're still a bit uninspiring to me, at least. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I, th- I think that hard. is, at least for this season, going to be our way of playing under Tuchel because he's come in in not the best situation what were we when when Frank went obviously the table was a bit of a mess ninth or tenth something like that yeah eighth or ninth something like that yeah so at that point his his goal well I saw something earlier when he came in we were five points behind Liverpool now we're seven points ahead like you can't you can't fault him results wise like obviously I know Liverpool have been crap but like you can't can't fault him for that. He's done no. done what's needed to do. Like we were talking about it last week, looking at the games. Saw United at home, Atletico away, Liverpool away, and we thought, oh boy, we're in trouble. Mm. Mm. And he's he's oh, come yeah, up with two yeah. wins and a draw. So you can't you yeah, can't fault good. him for that. Um, I did I did see yeah that um none of your forwards has got more than six goals. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But um, I think, like you say, Ed, the creativity thing, I think that might be because Tuchel is seeing a team that is struggling for goals up top. Like, Werner's not exactly prolific, is he? So, and ZX's been pretty <laughs> awful in the last few games. Let's not beat around a bush. He's been tragic. So... At first, I thought it was just going to be a style of play, but I think he is playing that way because of the players, the forward players. Mm. Not that I have any sympathy whatsoever for Chelsea as an institution. Fuck Chelsea. But the fact that Werner, Havertz and Ziyech have all been busts, that is crazy. That is crazy. They're all yeah. good players. Who's been the biggest bust? Well, £150 million and they've all flopped. Um, I, th- I think Havertz is still... Like I was saying to you, Pat, the other day, you you were just talking about it with Gabriel. He had COVID. He hasn't really been in the team. You can't use that excuse for one player and not another. Like it's pretty yeah. similar situations. Obviously, Gabriel started off well. My, my mate Gabe. Gabriel. Gabriel. Like you can't compare oh, Gabriel. We get a klaxon for this sort of thing. <laughs> No, you, like you can't compare the two as flops because obviously Werner has just been bad, yeah. whereas Havertz hasn't had too many opportunities, but in those has been bad. I think Havertz is as dolphin dive to be honest. That's how floppy he's I, been. I think, have, and I will continue <laughs> to say that Havertz has been bad, and I think you're wrong for suggesting <laughs> otherwise. Um, <laughs> how much was he? <laughs> Seventy-two, same as Pepe. 
I was going to say they're, they're very, very similar transfers because both both of them um, made us re- they're the exact same amount of money, and both of them made their respective teams realize that we have better at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Havertz and Pepe, they were the takeaway options, but yeah. what's chilling in the fridge? It's miles <laughs> yeah. better. Miles better. Could I get your final thoughts on this for Chelsea Liverpool? Because ultimately, I I thought it was a pretty pants game to be honest. It doesn't it doesn't tell me too um, much. I mean, yeah, I, w- I was I was impressed by us. Not gonna lie, we we did what we needed to do. We scored two. We were obviously shafted by VAR, but let's not go into that one. Yeah, so I, I was I was impressed by us because we've really not got a good record against Liverpool, and we we went there, got the job done. Now we're firmly on place to get top four. Yeah, speaking of the race for speaking of the race for top four, uh, is it over to you, Ed? For now, that's a segue. late surge. That is um, a segue. Thank that. you. Thank Stop you. That. Thank you very much. That was exquisite. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just conclude, you know, Chelsea, I think a win at Anfield, I think you've always got to be happy with that. doesn't matter what Liverpool team you're playing against. It's, you know, it's a big win at a, a big historic stadium is what it is. But Fortress. And we I'm talking about a, a, a bigger win, a bigger stadium. Today, 4-1. <laughs> and to be honest, guys, did you watch the game? That's why I want to ask you right now. Yeah. No, I did. Nope. Uh, you Arsenal man, no. of course. <laughs> Hamilton, you watched it. It's Bale coming back to form. Kane and Bale, Bale returning to form. Compared with Kane, I have really, really enjoyed football more as a fan in terms of the link-up play. Like two absolutely world-class, God-given, talented players linking up and successfully just. Taking an opponent and being like, okay, we're just going to do you. And we just did them. Doesn't matter what plan Roy Hodgson had. Winks. <laughs> Winks did his thing in the engine room, you know, he's his <laughs> But, and you got Son as well in there. And it's like every single goal. Harry Kane got two goals, two assists. Bale got a goal and got two goals and an assist or whatever it was. And Son was there just chilling in the background. Son. Son could play for Real Madrid. The funny thing for me there is... Arguably, if it weren't for obviously Harry Kane being unstoppable, the player you've missed out there, Lucas, was so good today. So that's good. why he gets picked. That's why Ali, like, Ali is plays sort of returning back to his form previously. I mean, he's an infinitely more talented player than Lucas Moore, in my personal opinion. In terms of first touch, he has every gift you could be given as a footballer. However, Lucas Moore, he can break down play, he can harry opponents in a more effective way. So Lucas Moore does the, the dirty work that Bale and Kane don't really want to do. Son will do it because he's just that's the, the kind of guy he is. And he'll break up the play. And you saw the goals, Hamilton. This is a great point you actually made because I think two or at least three of the goals were made from Lucas Moore breaking down the opposition, pressing them, winning the ball back, feeding the more talented players than Kane, Bale or Son. And boom, we're in business. Did Tottenham have the best front three in the league? Right now? Right now, I, I can't think of a better three. I really, I cannot hear a better front three right now. Gareth Bale. I can't always... think of one in the world. I can't think of one in the world. That's what I was going to say. I can't think of one in the world. I, I will say, getting like... Willian. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a combined level, you, you've got to find a place for Willian. It's, it's just the first thing I'll teach you. It's honestly, it's, and like, everything else is superficial. You know, we conceded the goal, Christian Benteke, like, I was tapping my watch. Seriously, I thought, <laughs> I thought I'd been teleported back to 2014. It was 2021. <laughs> he won a header in the box. It was a great goal. Fair enough. 
I'm not even going to blame defenders. You know, if you're Toby Odeverod and you're Christian Benteke, he's jumping unmarked. on you. Yeah. You know, like he was, he was marked, but yeah. like it's the kind of goal I'm like, Christian Benteke, that is his bread and butter. Like, yeah. if we can see yeah. that, fine, fine. But as long as these guys keep carrying on, honestly, like I, I am enjoying watching my team again, which is the most important thing. And I know from uh, from some, some conversations we've had that that's not been the case this season. Oh, no. I was, when we were playing, I thought I thought I was, I was I was entering into you have to fear for no more than a territory. Ago, you wanted to stop watching. Like I, I haven't missed a, I've only missed one Arsenal game in the Premier League this season. That was just because um I couldn't watch it, but I didn't even get close that's to stopping altogether. Can I've, I've, had, I've, I've had multiple stretches of stopping watching Arsenal this season. I, I just hate myself, I'm, I guess. I've not been on it. I can't. I just can't bear it at times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that this first form is sustainable, though? Because, obviously, oh, no. think way back when to your last, your last big game, you lost to City big time. Mm. But the last couple of games... Burnley, you smashed them at home. Palace, you smashed them at home. Like, and we scraped past not, them as well. Not, not oh, like, and should should have drawn yeah. as well. And yeah, an right, undeserved yeah. win against. So, yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the Fulham game because that was a very different. Obviously, that happened in the same game week as well. Like, that's that's what I'm used to. That's what I'm, I'm used to. Us getting a lucky goal. And then we sit back for the rest of the game. We get nervous. Bale comes off 50 minutes, whatever it is. And we're under pressure and we can't get out to save our lives against any team. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It doesn't matter if we're playing Man City. It doesn't matter if we're playing flipping Sheffield United. Like we, we, just, we just fold and we just come back and we come back and we come back and we come back. And we were so lucky to not lose that game. And I think if we draw that game, I don't know if we get the result we get today where we dispatch Crystal Palace. No doubt. Half time in one one, I was like, "No, nah, I'm relaxed. Like we got we got Gareth Bale, we got Harry Kane, we got him and someone. We'll be fine." However, if we drawn, I don't know. So I don't think it's sustainable, to be honest. I think the next. Yeah, am I right test... in thinking the next? The next big test. Uh, am I right in thinking it's? Is it the next fixture? The North London. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm so at nervous at the Emirates. So... I know we talk about it as like form. Are we on to it now? Should we, yeah. Do you wanna... Yeah. I look forward to the game now because I'd be really interested to to know what what you guys think thinks going to happen from an outside point of view. This this um, segueing, we've yeah, we've got we've got uh, we, we've mastered yeah. the our squad. We? We've got uh, secondary segueers all over the shop. Cool <laughs> business. I want to get the neutrals on this first. The Tottenham Arsenal's Terry and Hammerson. If I can get your views yeah. on on the North London derby, I, I think I think it will probably be uh, a Tottenham blowout, but. Um, I think I could just as easily see it going the other way. I don't know. You, you're both you're both so unpredictable at the moment. Tottenham have had the last few games, and you guys were, were saying about form not really mattering. But I just don't see enough in that Arsenal team to get right up for for a derby. I don't see the characters in it at all to get everyone up for a derby, especially in defence. I don't think they have to to keep. To keep those three world class players that we were talking about before, to keep them out for 90 minutes, they can't do it. They can't do it. Leno will have his work cut out if they have a chance. I was going to say exactly the same thing. It wasn't, wasn't the game earlier on in the season a pretty, pretty dull, easy Tottenham win? Um, um, that 
I, I, I wouldn't put it quite that way. That that was in the mid. That was I think that might have been towards the start of our terrible run of form. I think that was like the one that compounded it being a bad uh, run of form. Uh, it was like the third I'm, game I'm, in. Uh, two- yeah well it was it wasn't like it was a really strange game we got two the thing is with that early Mourinho side in the early start of the season if we get an early goal you're not scoring you're we're done we've won won the game basically and so that happened and I knew once that happened okay we're in business and then we got the second goal before half time in the second half I was so comfortable like it was Arsenal attack after attack and I wasn't stressed and usually yeah you know the 23 years of my life every single game when Arsenal attacking my heart is it's being out of my chest like a cartoon character. But I was watching, watching <laughs> Willian whipping useless ball after useless ball, going way over yeah. the but I was, I wasn't worried, I wasn't scared. I knew we were gonna that do is it. Exactly how I feel this one's gonna go. Spurs Spurs will get the goal or two, and Arsenal won't have enough going forward to to put it back. Um, should we should we sandwich the the Tottenham fans' opinions with should we go Arsenal Tottenham Arsenal? Yeah, let's, 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 do, let's do that. that. Okay, do Ed, that. go on. I think it's going to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Three 0 Tottenham. Ooh. Okay. I. Obviously, to even be somewhat optimistic for a North London derby is uh, is a pure curse upon my side. It was idle, but I, I just think com- you know the, the factors of we've ne- we rarely win at the Emirates. We always have to get draw, or we go ahead and we lose in embarrassing fashion. That really is the two options we have. But I just I think it feels different this year. Like we're not a good team. We're not like we are a good team, but we're not playing consistently well. At all, so any game is it's it's a mixed bag. There's, I don't know who's going to turn up on that day. So for me, we win. We could win three 0 on one day, or we could lose three 0 so so easily. Doesn't really matter. Like Arsenal, I think on their day they can pull out a three 0 win. I really side, do believe. I'm saying a narrow two one Spurs victory. That's that's a roundabout what I would predict as well. I, I think the only type of result that I can't see is an Arsenal blowout. Um, no. I just do not think... We, we could win 1-0, we could win 2-1. I don't think we can win by two goals. We, we don't, don't have, have enough to score a second goal. No, like, we we'll don't. Be playing really well. We'll be dominating a game, but you only ever get one goal out of that. Yeah. Um, we just... And as I, I think it's the... the the word Temi used is, is characters. I, I do not think this Arsenal team has characters in it. It's really reflected in my enjoyment of this season because there's just so few people in our squad that I can really root for. It's it's basically Saka, Tierney. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Because even the rest of the good players, they, they're kind of meek. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I feel like if the, when the chips are down, we just fold. Uh, to use a, an elaborate card analogy, there. I mean, um, Cajonis. I, I think Cajonis did, did <laughs> I think really touch on something there. It's been now many, many years since I've looked at Arsenal and thought, right, but they've got some winners in there. Dude, Who are the winners? Up. They just don't have them. Yeah. When things are going badly, the only player. I think we almost actually, even though he was a twat, and at least Gwen Dews actually like picked up when we were losing. Yeah. I, I think even if everything of, about so about him was bad, like I've if we were one nil down, he would actually pull his fucking socks up. Yeah, I, I've I've thought several times this season that Gwen Doozy, as much as I would be completely happy with us selling him, um, 
like 100%. we miss a a shit in the squad like yeah no one complains to the ref ever everyone just accepts their fate at all times um like i was amazed when we came back to beat um benfica amazed because i just i just do not see us having that sort of ability but to take this back to the the Tottenham game um i'm gonna predict a two yeah two one spurs win um i think we're gonna we're gonna i think we're gonna dominate possession um but it's going to be kind of aimless, like like most of our um, most of our play. I think it will go. Tottenham will score early, will equalise, and then and Tottenham will go ahead. Um, Kane Kane will get his his sort of default goal against us. Um, I mean, the entire weight of my expectations rests on a nineteen year old's shoulders right now. The only player I see winning us the game with Saka, which is a crazy state of affairs. It's, it's so much like Yanazai in 30. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must have said it before. It's, it's, it's Except Saka's not going to peter End out up. career by 21. <laughs> well, Yanazai's well, yeah, coming no. back, but uh, I don't want to that. My, my Yanazai agenda is still very yeah. much alive and well. Um, <laughs> you loved that guy, didn't you? I, I adore him. I still do. I just think he's excellent. I think Where he's amazing. He these days? Well, he's saucy dad. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Absolutely. I mean, apart from the Arsenal people here, I think it was a pretty good week for my team, personally. Yeah. We won all our games. We played three games, yeah. won all three of them. So, fair play. Yeah, to be fair, we've won at Anfield. Temi's won at Manchester Derby. Spurs we've won against Palace. Arsenal. Okay, yeah. so let's quickly preview the next games. we got the first one is tomorrow, obviously, Chelsea versus Everton. Hammerson, let's, let's hear it. A big one. I think. I think... I think we're winning two one, yeah. Calvert Lewin, and then we're gonna get Mountain Mountain Werner, say. Werner, Werner. Now that's crazy. Predicting a Werner goal. I was scores. so upset. Who is going to score for you? <laughs> I, I was so upset because when we were doing our predictions last week for the Liverpool Chelsea game, I predicted one 0 Chelsea a Werner goal, and when Werner scored, <laughs> and before I got this loud, I was like, yes, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was quite a well-taken goal as well. Yeah. It was so, yeah, so unfortunate. You made the most of Alisson blundering. 1-0 for me. Any, one for any, me. Any, yeah, anything but a loss is fine, though. Yeah. yeah. 1-0. Obviously, Ed? Yeah. I'll take anything. It's 1-0 or 0-0. Yeah. There's yeah. not very many goals in either of these sides right now. Nah. I think Everton might win this 1-0. I think they're, they're in a little bit of a decent form right now. And they are on their day. I think, and it's such a cliche, but I think they can literally beat anyone in the whole league. And I think if they show up, which I believe they will tomorrow, to sort of consolidate their top four ambitions, I think they're going to win. I think that'll be the first defeat of Tuchel's reign. And yeah, Calvert Lewin back post. Yeah, no more. Not be surprised if they do, but you are right in saying Everton are capable and probably more dangerous going forward right now but they've already the way I'm seeing it is they've already had their shithouse win 1-0 at Goodison and we always do better against them at home so I'm no one remembers that the optimistic <laughs> that's not a thing no that never happened you've not played them yet this season <laughs> <laughs> last Everton Everton Chelsea game I remember is when like it was like six four to Chelsea and like Diego Costa scored like five yeah, goals like, <laughs> eight yeah. years ago. Stephen Naismith, Oracle. 
Mikel Paul <laughs> was the most beautiful Even Peter. <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. Jelovic popped up with one, I'm sure. <laughs> just, yeah, just quickly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna sign with Ed here. And I think I actually think the Liverpool game was the first time Chelsea looked like they definitely hundred percent deserve to win. I thought you were great. Um but I think some of your new manager bounce luck that you've accumulated is gonna is gonna run out here. I think uh Blauvert Sluin is gonna do what he does. Um, I think he's going to dominate your centre-backs because people have started saying that Christensen's doing well. All that can possibly happen here is him fucking up and letting Calvert-Lewin score. Mm. Richarlison's on a good streak of form as well. I, I, don't, really I don't actually know what um, Everton's injury situation is. But I think they're pretty much, pretty much all there. In that case, I'm going to say Everton 2, Chelsea 1. Brilliant. Finally, we've got Man United, West Ham. Tammy, take us away. Look, I whatever game was said to me then, I would say that we were going to lose it just because of what I said before. We've had you really, a you really buy into that. Sorry, yeah, we've had a brilliant performance. Everyone played so well. You look at the team and you think, oh my god, I just don't know how we could not win our next game. So we're obviously going to lose it. Um, uh, I don't, I don't think Jesse can play, can he? Um, oh, that's good news. Uh, but if he could, then he would have scored a hat trick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Will uh, you be I, resting players for your Milan game? Well, I wonder. I think Actually, Ole, Ole does the league as the priority. I think. I think. I think West Ham three one. I, oh. I, I think. I think we're just going to have a calamity at the back. I've just come to expect it. I remember the last time we came second. That Mourinho season we were talking about on the last uh, last week, and when when we went two 0 down. Uh, to City in the game where they could have won the league, yeah. And then we won three two. Incredible comeback! Everyone's so happy. United on a high. The next Paul game Pogba. was Huddersfield, and, and City won the league. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's that. it's that. We can't. We we've never been able to shake that. So I really do think we're going to lose. Ollie's one. Ollie's going to forget to tell them to go out and enjoy themselves, yeah. and they, it's going to show. Them. <laughs> Exactly. And he'll just accidentally have a terrible time. Yeah, like, he's gonna, he's gonna. Why be didn't like, anyone he, remind me? He's gonna mix his words. He's gonna be like, guys, go out there and hate it. Oh, yeah. sh- oh no! Oh, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what did you predict? A, a loss, an L. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say one all. One uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna go by heart and say West Ham. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say two 0 West Ham. Is it? <laughs> 2-1 West Ham. I... Oh. They're a quality, quality they side. They are a great side. A I'm going to go 2-0 Man United. I think West Ham... Oh. I think they're a, they are a very good team, but I don't think if you get an early goal, which I think United are very good at doing, I don't really think West Ham have a good contingency plan in doing that. And I think whilst they're, they're a very hard-working squad, a very motivated squad, I don't think they're a particularly talented squad. And if United go 1-0 up, that. they're such a good team at consolidating a lead in most cases. And I think West Ham, I, I think their luck will run out sooner or later. And I think this will be the game, personally. West Ham have the sort of squad where if they were from a country further to the east of Europe, you would describe them as a crack outfit. Such a crack outfit. <laughs> Um, I was just going to say quickly that I think Antonio is the exact sort of striker that United struggle with. Um, quick around the box, sniffs out chances. I can see the ball bouncing off Maguire, falling to Antonio. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 
It's the name of the podcast. I, I just don't think Harry Maguire can deal with pace and power, and neither can Lindelof. If, I think we should we play by. Oh, we, he, he's great right. at this. Yeah, but uh, but Harry Harry and Lindelof can't do it. Let's just go around. We're going to go around. Go for Europe. Go for the most important competition first. The Europa League. I will start Tottenham versus some guys. Tottenham versus. Zoom will be a crack out of it. Yeah. I think they are Eastern European. West Ham? (laughs) Tottenham are playing. Bloody hell. Tottenham are playing, are hosting Dynamo Zagreb from Croatia. Oh, they are crack. I don't know anything about Dynamo Zagreb. I know they've got a good academy. They produce Luka Modric. But I think we'll beat them 4 0. Because. Who are they? As yeah. I said, as I said before, we have Gareth Bale, Harry Kane, and Human Son, and Tanka and Dembele as well. Just in case, just in case. Yeah. So these guys, they can be crack all they like, but they're going home with no points. They're going home with cracked badge. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal um, boys, let's hear it. Uh, we have. Classic. Fuck, who have we got? Olympiacos. Olympiacos. Oh, our, somehow our bogey team, despite the fact we're playing the same league. <laughs> um, I, I think we beat them comprehensively. I'm going to say 3 0. I way think it's going to be a pathetic performance. I think it's 1 all, and there's going to be big questions asked of Arteta. Oh, I'd love to see him get sacked. You, you scraped <laughs> it past their speaker, and I think you're struggling again. That 3 0, I'm, I'm saying it. Ed, your Arsenal nihilism is so funny. <laughs> you should start a philosophy. A below <laughs> average Greek side, and you're thinking that that's going to be the end of your manager's reign. <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely see it. I can see that Yusuf and Nezri guy. You know. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I, the I couldn't name an Olympiakos player, but what one of them will be showing a picture of a corner flag at a low angle to Arteta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, whatever happened to that Joel guy that, that you and Olympiakos shared? Um, Joel something? Campbell. Campbell. Oh, oh, whatever Bill happened to Joel Campbell? Campbell? He's very nice, isn't he? Yeah, I, th- I think we managed to sell him without terminating his contract. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. good good. He plays in the Liga MX. Oh, no. Is that Spanish? Doing up Ravel Morrison. That's a uh, Mexican league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leon. Um, okay. They're, they're, they're the, uh, the the Western equivalent of a crack outfit. Crack yeah, Western outfit. That I'm one. Crack I, can, I can only believe. El crack outfit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me an actual game of football that people will be tuning into. Man United, AC Milan. That's an actual proper European fixture. Champions League final. Champions League. Yeah. Could be. It's just, it's so annoying. Uh, I actually think we are going to beat them. I think we are going to beat them. But I'm just, I'm furious about about the draw. You know I am. Uh, after what we after what we had to put up with in the Champions League, we should really still be in the Champions League. We did not play badly in that group at all. Um, but yeah, I think I think we'll beat them. All this talk about about Zlatan. He's not uh, even playing, score. is he? I think I think if he plays, he'll score. He's been ruled out. I think pretty sure oh, he's amazing. injured. Well, there we go. Both times. Um, I would well, then, be able to place oh, money ties. on him describing himself as either a lion or some kind of yeah. god. <laughs> lions, game. lions don't get Only injured or something. 
Lions aren't out for a hamstring for three weeks, you know. By the way, LeBron, <laughs> stop talking about politics. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so I guess it will be up to Dallow to score an absolute wonder goal then. We have to concede <laughs> to a former player. It's, it's, God, it's a Mil- Milan it's as a city rule. really is the United retirement, retirement yeah, home, isn't it? it is. Mm. It is. Mm. I think we'll comfortably dispatch them, to be honest. I think AC Milan, I think think Spaghetti League, I've seen (laughs) you standard there. Yeah. I think think you'll walk all over them. All over Uh, them. Yeah, I don't think they'll deal with what what we have uh, physically. European Knights McTominay is just the best player in the world. So, (laughs) yeah, I I think think it'll be over in the first leg. The least important game. No one gives a shit. Chelsea (laughs) versus Atletico Madrid. To go to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. All right, Hampton, just tell well, us. We, I, don't, I don't think that one this week, but I, I think we've we've got it in the bag, I hope. And in the bag? That's uh, I, I'm truly confident, I, I, I think. think. With, with it being an away goal, I, I think I think I oh, yes. going out. I hope. Away. I think so. <laughs> yeah, the other away goal at away. some stadium. Wherever it was. <laughs> I'm confident, confident we've done enough. If we bottle it, I'll be very. Upset. I hope we'll be serving up some some good old fashioned humble pie next week. Yes, I, I really do hope so. <laughs> as Pat said, I think that is unduly confident. Yeah. <laughs> Crazily confident, <laughs> I, I think. I, just, I mean, Ed, Ed, you watched Atletico today. Like, mm. obviously they are good, but they're not a high scoring team, and obviously the chances are they'll have to score two plus to go through. Chances are they will have to score, yes, Hanson. <laughs> chances um, are pretty high of that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, because I watched them today against Real Madrid and I, I think Real Madrid are really a shadow of what they were before, honestly. And, um, and Atletico still bottled it. That's what I'm saying. This is the thing. Sure. And Luis Suarez, man looks, man looks like he's 29 again. Honestly, his finish in that game, disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, so good. I think honestly, I think Chelsea would come through with, with the with the bag though. I really do. I think Atletico yeah, are yeah. focusing on the league. I don't think they're going to be grinding to get to Stamford Bridge with efficiency ball too cool. Like no one cares. No one just, just Re- realistically, go. Atletico needs three goals. So. Just get knocked out by Bayern. Just get you haven't done with please. Yeah. It, what are the bookies? Gonna... What are the bookies offering on a on a game that's boring for all? Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think you you would, you would struggle to even get any odds on that. I, I think they'll be, pay, they'll be paying out already. Football <laughs> to lose one to four. <laughs> Football to lose both teams to score. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just thinking of the, the the alien versus predator tagline. The uh, whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> And there we have it, guys, the very first episode of the Pace and Power podcast. An episode will be released every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, so make sure to check us out. Finally, if you enjoyed, please like and share the pod with your friends, and give us a follow on Twitter as well. And we'll see you in the next one. Cheers.